I have an awesome new company that I want to share with you guys. It's called Ned. Ned is a wellness brand rooted in the belief that we can all feel better and live better through a simple means and deeper connection to the natural world. And y'all know I'm all about the holistic side of health. Ned produces a large variety of CBD oil blend. Personally, I have been using the 300 milligram CBD oil as well as the hormone balancing oil for around a month now. And oh my gosh, it is a life changer. I used to struggle really bad with falling asleep at night and occasionally struggle with anxiety. But ever since I started to use these products, I fall asleep like a dang baby and my anxiety has been at an all-time low. The other product that I have been absolutely loving is the Balance Oil Blend. And if you're a female, like most of you are, you need to try this product. The Balance CBD Oil supports hormone balance and eases period symptoms. And let me tell you, when my period cramps were sent from Satan himself before using this product, and now it barely feels like anything's going on down there. You've got to try it. These products have also been proven to help with anti-inflammatory a natural pain reliever, PTSD, treatment to depression, a rich source of antioxidants, as well as treatments for more serious chronic conditions such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more. If you want to check out Ned and try their CBD products for yourself, we have a special offer for my Nutrition by Lex podcast listeners. So go to www.helloned.com lex15 or enter lex15 at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash L-E-X-1-5 to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. Thank you so much, Ned. And just to clarify, subscription orders are already discounted by 15% off on the first-time purchase, but when you use my code, you get an extra additional 5% off for a total of 20% off your subscription orders. Thank you so much to Ned for your amazing products and for sponsoring this episode. You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nutrition 101 series. If you guys are new to my podcast, I'm Alexis, or also Lex, from Nutrition by Lex. I'm a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. So this episode is going to be another episode on my Nutrition 101 series, which I have covered in tons of topics on. You guys should go back and check out, check it out if you haven't already, because I go over a lot of stuff and I just really like to break it all down, just kind of to share my knowledge and really try to educate you guys as best as I possibly can. Okay, so today we're going to be talking all about sugar, and I know there's always a huge buzz around the word sugar, no matter what time of the year or what time of the day, and there are a ton of rumors that say it's the root of all diseases and it's just evil, right? So I want to break it all down for you and go over all of the different types and sources of sugar and why it matters so that you know what know what it means for you as a consumer of it, right? So I'm going to go into how it affects the body and really break it down so you guys know kind of all the facts when it comes to understanding sugar as a food and how it can interact with our bodies. So that way you can make the best decisions for yourself as far as your diet goes. Okay, so just diving in here, first things first, that all sugar, no matter where it comes from at the end of the day, is a carbohydrate. Um, So if you're unfamiliar with carbohydrates, it is one of the main three macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, which I have done an episode on just on macros themselves, so you should totally go back and check that Nutrition 101 episode out if you haven't already. So I think it's a very important thing to understand about sugar and 
how it can differ in the fact that we are, there are multiple types of sugar out there, right? It's not just one kind of sugar. So first we have refined sugar and then we also have a naturally occurring sugar. So let's talk about refined sugar first. Um, and this is the one that we typically get, the one that typically gets the bad rep. So just to simply define refined sugar, this is pretty much the sugar that's been extracted from other sugars and what we typically like to recognize as like that added sugar in foods and drinks and it's most typically in processed foods and highly processed foods. Um, typically it comes from a bag or a box or even a can like a soda. A lot of the times that there is even a small trace of sugar added, um, it's most likely going to be refined sugar in those processed foods. And then on the other hand, we have naturally occurring sugar, which has the title so amply defined is basically sugar that is naturally occurring. So in nature is already occurring in the foods like fruits and things like that. Another example, if there is sugar naturally occurring, like in dairy, lactose, um, lactose is actually sugar. There is also a sugar found in fruits and even some vegetables that I'm sure a lot of people aren't aware of. And of course, when we think of it as naturally occurring sugar, we may also think sweet things like syrup or honey and those kinds of naturally occurring sugars in our bodies is recognized basically the same as refined sugar. It acts all the same way in our body. However, a huge difference between naturally occurring sugar and refined sugar is typically the source that we find it in. But one of the most important things to point out in the biggest differences between sugar and like refined sugar and naturally occurring sugar is when we're consuming it. Yes, it is all still sugar technically, but we actually have to think about like which food we're consuming the sugar in. So for example, fruit. Um, fruit is going to have a lot of other benefits with it, like fiber, antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals, which we are not going to get when we have foods that are sweetened with processed sugar. Um, so if we are just to compare the two outright, of course, the naturally occurring sugar is going to be more favorable because we are still consuming sugar, but it is, again, coming along with accompanied by many benefits of fiber, antioxidants, calcium, and all different types of things that are beneficial to our bodies. Whereas this is not really happening in the case with some foods. So now, of course, there are expectations to this and it's not completely black and white. Like just for example, fruit juice. A lot of the times it is to me, and but for the juice that comes along with some of it doesn't have the fiber. So like if you were to eat a whole apple, you would get the fiber of eating that full whole fruit, right? But when you drink the juice, you just get the juice and there's none of that actual fiber that would do good for your gut healing. But it does also have, there are some expectations. Um, so there are some gray areas when it comes to fruit juices and things like that. So of course it's not just black and white, it's not perfect, but generally of course, natural sugars are going to have a lot more benefits um, benefits for us and our bodies versus refined sugars or versus foods that are sweetened with refined sugars. Also very important to know about naturally occurring sugar when we're comparing it to refined sugar is that it's typically not going to affect our blood sugar. So I know this could be kind of shocking, but so much to say as it is because again, it's typically coming from a whole food source. A lot of the times it's coming along with protein or fiber or other things that are going to slow down the digestion and therefore transport our sugar from your stomach to your intestines into our bloodstream. 
and I have done a whole episode on that as well. So you have no idea, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, um, definitely go listen to that because I will totally clear it up for you. I go over the whole process of blood sugar and you will basically be an expert on blood sugar and how it breaks down in your body. I think that was my second or third Nutrition 101 series. It's labeled blood sugar. Go click on it. Go listen to it. You won't regret it. Um, so moving on. Then again, that point when we're consuming foods that have naturally occurring sugars, they're most likely going to create a large blood sugar spike. And just for comparison, if you think of like 12 grams of carbohydrates, but it also has some fat unless you take it out and like have a fat free sort of thing, right? Um, And also probably have some protein and also a slew of other vitamins and minerals. But if you were to put 12 grams of carbohydrates or sugar, so to say, um, into a glass of milk, because it has protein and fat and plus other things in there, it's going to slow down the absorption of sugar into our bloodstream. So we're just going to get a little bit of a rise in the blood sugar, which will then, you know, start to go back down. But if we were to just drink like sweetened water, so if you put like sugar in water and there's nothing else in there, like there's no protein, there's no fat, and you don't want anything to impede the process of digestion, um, is the sugar is going to speed up and go into our bloodstream even quicker, which is where we will see those blood sugar spikes in our blood, which is not very favorable and it's not really what we want for our health. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, sugar definitely tends to get a bad rep and depending on the source and depending on the type of sugar, Um, at how much sugar you're eating, it can really wreck the body and it can cause a lot of potential health issues. However, like I said, it's not all black and white, right? Not all sugars are bad. You guys know if you're eating a lot of whole foods all the time and your diet is mainly a mixture of whole foods and colorful foods for like eating the rainbow, you guys know I love preaching that. Um, you're not going to have to really worry about this. Absolutely. Fruit, however, again, it's going to be wrapped up in a package of fiber, proteins, and fats, and other really, really good things um, that go along with the sugar so that it doesn't affect our body as much. So remember, like I said, it's going to slow down the absorption of it and going into our bloodstream so we won't get those blood sugar spikes. So if you're eating a lot of whole foods, it is not really going to be a main concern, or at least, you know, it's always going to, you always should be conscious of your sugar intake, but if you are consuming mainly whole foods and natural sugars, it's not something I would really stress out about. Don't, don't stress yourself out over it. However, if you're eating a ton of processed foods, that does have a ton of added sugar in it. Um, and even a lot of people don't realize this, that a lot of salty foods will also have added sugar. And sugar is just kind of thrown in in a lot of different places. So again, if your diet consists of mainly processed foods, you're gonna you're going to be getting a lot of sugar and even sugar from things that aren't sweet. So you may not even realize that you're getting in as much sugar as you truly are. So that is where I can run into more of a problem of you may be wondering, okay, if I'm getting a lot of processed foods. They're going to have a lot of sugars in it, but maybe you want to know how to identify which foods have sugar added to them. And unfortunately, brands and companies can be super sneaky on food labeling. And there's a lot of different driving driving sugars on the ingredients. 
lists that have nothing to do or don't even say sugar at all. And I'm just going to go through this with you right now so that you have a better understanding of it. Okay, so when you're looking at the food label, first things first is that I want you to recognize any words that end with os, O-S-E. Like I mentioned lactose earlier, but it's naturally occurring. Anything that ends in os is a sugar. This is an obvious one, but also important sugars, whether it's just sugar listed like cane sugar or invert sugar, anything that has sugar obviously is sugar, right? Um, I feel like I'm just saying sugar over and over and over, but you get the point. Also, anything that says high fructose corn syrup or brown rice syrup or malt syrup or any of those like syrup type things, um, those are also sugar. Another one is crystals that you may see. Um, it's not too common. I know I never really knew about this until I started studying nutrition. But if it says crystals on there, that is sugar again. And then if you see the word cane, that typically means that sugar is there as well. So as you can see, there are a lot of little sneaky words and ways for companies to add sugar to their products. And I know you're probably wondering, what if it's sweetened with a natural sweetener? Like for example, something that is sweetened with honey or sweetened with maple syrup. Now in those situations, I would say it is better sugar for you, um, but the food is still sweetened with something that's natural like honey. It's still sweet. And so we wanted to speak on that and now a lot of those natural sweeteners are still sweetened with added sugar so make sure you're even reading the label on those things same goes for um the raw sugar like you may see sugar in the raw or like brown sugar or coconut sugar that's not quite as refined because it's a little better but it's still sugar in the end of the day and we want to be conscious of our overall sugar intake no matter where it comes from that's not naturally occurring in foods and also providing us with other benefits outside of the fact that it's just sweet. And I know I'm going to get questions, um, so I'm going to go ahead and cover it now. And that is what about stevia? So stevia is obviously from a natural source from, from plants, but one of the biggest benefits is that it doesn't affect our blood sugar because it's not actually absorbed into the body. Therefore, it has zero calories and it's never going to touch our bloodstream it's never going to raise our blood sugar in any capacity so that is definitely a positive of stevia um, however there is a drawback of stevia and that is the reason because i personally don't use it because of this reason so a lot of the times stevia is actually like a hundred times sweeter than actual sucrose or table sugar and so the problem that is that if you're consuming stevia a lot and you're putting it in your coffee every day throughout the day, if you're putting it in like drinks or smoothies and throughout the week and you know, just anything that you add it to, um, you're really going to increase your sweetness tolerance on your palate. So, I mean, if you're really consuming a lot of this, it's basically your taste buds, which are very receptive to super sweet substances that is much sweeter than sugar. So there's kind of twofold potential issue um, first things first, it may actually make you crave sweets more because of your taste buds are so used to it so often and being so, so much more sweet. But more importantly, when you consume something that has regular like table sugar or refined sugar that is sucrose, it may actually um, physically take more of the food because you're used to a higher dose of stevia. So just to explain that again, if you're using stevia over and over and over, 
your tolerance for sweetness, I guess, on your taste buds are going up. So whenever you are having like a more natural sugar, it might take you to eat more to get that that fix for that sweet tooth because you are used to such sweeter things due to the stevia, right? So does stevia here and there in moderation have a problem? No, I don't think so. It's for me personally, I don't love it because I don't like the taste of it that much. I use it occasionally in my coffee, but I use like the tiniest little drop. That's just something to keep in mind. If you're someone who goes heavy on the stevia, you may want to be more conscious of that for that reason. So to wrap it up, it is important to be conscious about your sugar intake. You know, when you're especially consuming a lot of those um, refined sugars, you might want to pay attention to labels. Um, a little bit more and just see if there's actually added sugar and what kind of sugar it's coming from. If there's going to be a change sooner rather than later. I know if looking at food labels now, it's recently changed um, in the past year or two. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly when it switched. But if you look at the label underneath the sugar content, they're actually told to break it down into what is like naturally occurring and what is added sugar. So you'll see like total sugars and then you'll also see like added sugars underneath it. So that's really nice that you're, they're having companies are having to put that on their foods now because it's helping us be more conscious of how much added sugar that we are actually putting into our bodies compared to just the natural sugar in the food. Um, so yeah, that's really good. Look at that. Um, I'll try to find a picture of it and post it on the Instagram page at nutritionbylex.podcast if you're not following it. A little plug right there. So I do want to say that this, you know, is a side all besides on the at the end of the day um it's really important to be conscious but being crazy and hyper vigilant of sugar consumption are two totally different things i don't want you guys to hear this episode and start obsessively reading labels and being really extra cautious and like i said super hyper hyper vigilant because being hyper vigilant like that and constantly worrying about how much sugar you're consuming and you know where it's coming from like the food sources that you're getting it from and being just super picky on that. All these things can add a lot of stress on the body physically, but also mentally. So that is not a healthy behavior and I really don't want you guys to fall into those behaviors. So I want you guys to be super conscious and I hope this episode helps you helps give you a better idea of a whole sugar topic in general and why is not not cutting cutting dry. But at the same time, I want you guys to enjoy your life and eat in moderation and just balance if you want to have a cupcake or a piece of your favorite chocolate chip cookie. Or like, I don't want you guys to ever feel that you absolutely should not be eating those things because of the sugar in it. You should be enjoying everything in moderation and balance. But in order to be, you know, a healthy individual, it is also a good idea to just become super conscious of your sugar intake. If you're eating a lot of whole foods and not, it's not a huge concern if you're eating a lot of processed sugars, um, this is probably something we're going to want to be a little bit more conscious of. So in the long run, sugar is not the devil. It can be linked to a, some health issues depending on the person's genetics and who you are as a whole. But if you're eating less processed foods and sweets and drinks like sodas all the time, you really are going to be, you know, sending your body kind of 
through the ringer if you're eating a bunch of those processed foods as far as blood sugar and your pancreas goes. So you do want to be more conscious and you want to be more careful, but sugar is not the devil, like I said. Um, it's not the culprit of all evil. If you want to enjoy something sweet, I say go for it. But if you're eating in moderation and you're practicing a balanced diet and a balanced healthy lifestyle and also eating lots of real whole foods, you're going to be just fine for the average person. So I hope you guys found this episode super helpful um, for part of my Nutrition 101 little mini series that I'm doing. It's always, I just hope you guys walk away feeling more educated so that you can better inform, make better informed decisions for yourself um, because everyone is different and for everyone, we talk on one of these Nutrition 101 series. I hope that you guys feel more educated and like you have a better handle on the topic that we discussed this week. Um, I always encourage you to enjoy life and seek the balance of things and not so much restrict restriction or just in general being hyper vigilant, like I was saying um, and talking about earlier, surrounding yourself with food. So thank you guys so, so much for listening to today's, today's episode. Subscribe and please leave a review. I would really, really, really appreciate it if you left a kind review. Um, it will really help support me and this show to continue going. You can also leave a donation in the link in the show notes, I'll link it all in the show notes. Um, and I also just wanted to announce to you guys that my Abs by Lex ebook is finally live. There is so much information in there, you guys. I explain calorie calculations, macronutrient calculations. There's 25 amazing recipes, five breakfast, five lunch, five dinner, five snacks, and even five desserts. 10 of my favorite ab workouts. And then just because we know that doing crunches and stuff doesn't get you abs, um, I also included 10 of my favorite lifestyle tips and just tips in general to help you on your way to getting those abs that you want. I will also link that in the show notes if you want to go get it. It's super cheap. It's only 10 bucks. Um, it's so great. I am obsessed with it and I hope you guys love it as much as I did. But thank you so much for listening to my little mini Nutrition 101 series today. And I will talk to you guys again next Wednesday. Bye. If you're already following me on my other social media accounts, then I'm sure you've heard that I'm taking clients and I'm so excited. If you're struggling with your weight, relationship with food, a specific health concern, or you just need motivation to live a healthier lifestyle, then come work with me. I want to be your accountability partner. Visit my website that I have linked in the show notes and book your free 30-minute consultation with me and we can figure out the best plan that works for you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I'll be uploading a new episode every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at Nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.